This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chris Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chris Meyer. He's been predicting stormy weather for 33 years. He's a weatherman, a weatherman in Michigan, and he just signed off last week after being fired for refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. He was very sad, grateful that he had had 33 years to be able to practice his meteorological trade. But he said a cloud has fallen over the land of the free. The abrogation of our liberty and freedom, he said, under the guise of a pandemic is very disturbing to me. Hopefully, whether you lean right or left, you're concerned about what has occurred over the last year and a half. He said, I just wanted to go about my business, live and let live and keep my mouth shut. But this act... This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Throughout 2020, America's doctors, nurses, paramedics, and other professional medical uh, folk were celebrated as heroes, courageous frontline soldier healers, selflessly battling a fearsome new pandemic called COVID-19. Well, just one year later, in 2021, tens of thousands of those same frontline heroes are now branded as rebels, conspiracy theorists, extremists, and even potential ther- uh, terrorists. According to the Department of Homeland Security, that is, that is basically condemning Americans who refuse to get the COVID vaccine or shot as a terrorist. These medical p- providers are having their, they're deemed to be so dangerous as to merit termination. Their professional and personal lives turned upside down due to their decision not to be injected with the experimental COVID shots. They're forbidden from working in their field of hard won expertise and forced to take any job they can get or go unemployed. What a difference a year makes. But there's a a cry going up across the country, let freedom ring. A cry that is going up across the country, let freedom ring. But amid the cry are those who are actually crying because of the threats that are coming upon them. Indeed, this very day, this very day I receive calls from all over the world. That's right, calls from all over the world concerning the threat to freedom everywhere, in the Western world, that is. How could this possibly be? How could it be that the very area of the world, the Western world, the rising, resurrecting Roman Empire, that supposedly began with the Republic, could now be terrorizing their own citizens, through threats of shots that could destroy their lives. You say, destroy their lives? Where are you getting this evidence from? Well, friends, today on Viewpoint, again, we're going to share evidence. If you want to consider it evidence, if you don't, that's up to you. You're the jury. 
You are the jury. Is it evidence that demands a verdict of one way or another? Is it evidence beyond a reasonable doubt? Is it evidence uh, that brings a preponderance of the evidence such that you would not want to make a decision to get a vaccine because of what is being revealed? That is up to you. You are the jury. Today on Viewpoint, we present evidence, documentary, testamentary, and I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. Today, I received a call from California. A woman who has been a listener to this program for years. She was in a panic, a virtual panic, between crying and relating her story as to the governor of the state of California, Gavin Newsom, imposing his dictatorial rule upon the entire state, demanding that every man, woman, and child receive this COVID jab. We're not calling it a vaccine because in reality it is not a vaccine, as was admitted several weeks ago by the CDC. The CDC was put to the task by a congressman who said, how can you call this a vaccine when it does not do what the definition for vaccines says that vaccines do. And that is that they provide immunization. That is, they immunize you against getting a particular virus. In other words, protect you against getting it. Or they actually keep others from getting it. And this, so these so-called vaccines don't do either one of those things. They're only designed to keep you from getting the more, shall we say, vicious forms of the symptoms if and when you get COVID-19 or its various variants. So then perhaps that explains why some of the most prominent people in our world that are known worldwide have actually recently gotten COVID-19, even though they were vaxxed, fully vaxxed indeed. How about Jen Psaki? You know her. She comes on the television every day. The White House's press secretary, front and center in pushing Team Biden's jab policies, and yet she tested positive for COVID. How could she test positive for COVID when she is so-called fully vaccinated because friends it's not a vaccination it does not provide immunity nor does it provide you from carrying the virus or from its spreading that's not its purpose or how about the rock star john ben bon jovi bon jovi he was also fully vaccinated But he also came down with the virus. And then how about former Secretary of State Colin Powell? He died. He died. Yes, he had comorbidities, but he was fully vaccinated. The point is that being fully vaccinated does not prevent you from carrying the virus, nor does it prevent you from getting it. That's not its purpose. How many times do we have to repeat that on this program? How many times do we have to share that from the voices who know? Doctors, 
And even the medical drug folk themselves, Pfizer, J&J, Moderna, and so on, they know, they've admitted. But there's a frenzy, a frenzy that has gone around, promoted by the President of the United States and many of those who are behind him who have ulterior motives. In other words, they have secondary motives that are far greater than your health. And that greater motive, by the way, is absolute unmitigated control. To bring every man, woman, and child under the absolute submission to government and through local governments, that is, through national governments, to bring every man and woman and child under submission to a new, rapidly being advanced global government. And so freedom is on the line. It's on the line big time. I received a call today from one of our longtime listeners and supporters here on this program. Had been a resident of one of the western states in the South Pacific. Saw the handwriting on the wall that was taking place in Australia, New Zealand, and spreading like wildfire there. Called and said, we have fled. We have taken our family and fled. And now we're trying to decide where to go from here. The most advantageous place to take a family so that we do not come under the thumb of tyrannical government. Are you listening today? We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Let freedom ring. It appears, friends, that the cry for freedom is being heard throughout the United States. A federal appeals court blocked the Biden administration's vaccine mandate this last Saturday, just two days after the administration issued the law through the Occupational Safety and Health Administration called OSHA. The rule required employees at companies with 100 or more workers to get the jab by January 4th or be tested for the virus weekly to avoid getting fired or racking up massive fines. But the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals issued a temporary stay, freezing that mandate. The court's decision came in response to a joint petition from uh, entities in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Utah. So, a suit has been filed... According to one report, we won just this morning, citing grave statutory and constitutional issues. The Fifth Circuit stayed the mandate. The fight is not over, and we will never stop resisting the administration's unconstitutional overreach. Those are the words of Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas. So where might you flee? I called California. 
today. Talk to a lawyer also who has become a pastor there and uh, mentioned to her the contacts that I had received uh, from outside the country and then also from California in grave concern over the rapidly advancing tyranny of governments to compel every man, woman, and child to receive the jab. In fact, not just to receive it once, but twice, and now three times is deemed to be fully vaccinated, but it's not going to stop there. The person indicated to me, well, you better try Texas or Florida. That's your best hope. But where is our best hope? Where is your best hope? When we talk about the COVID uh, jab, when we talk about uh, the virus, when we talk about these things that are on the ground real issues, we also, by implication, are talking about spiritual issues. It's not just the on the ground temporal issues that we're facing, it's the spiritual issues. And that's what we find it necessary to talk about here on this program. Both and. Because, you see, if you were to read your Bible in its completeness, you would find out that ultimately it's on-the-ground issues like this that gave us the stories of the prophet Daniel in the lion's den, the three Hebrew young men in the fiery furnace, also... That bring us Revelation chapter 13 and 14 with the infamous Mark of the Beast. All of them surrounding these kinds of issues. And there are many others. And this is why the underlying and overarching spiritual issue is understanding the nature between legitimate government and your health and other issues, by the way, and God's government. When do you submit to man's government, and when do you make the election not to submit to man's government because God's government and his principles and his guidance and the spiritual issues, uh, shall we say, surmount those practical issues. That's really what we're all facing. That's what you're facing. That's what these listeners were facing from all over the world, and they're just representative of what's taking place. Now, today begins what was called Nationwide Walkout and Stand for Freedom Day. Nationwide Walkout and Stand for Freedom Day. Advocates for Citizens' Rights, a California nonprofit founded by attorney Leigh Dundas, along with Robert Kennedy Jr.'s organization Children's Health Defense, have joined other high-profile groups and individuals to promote a nationwide walkout and stand for freedom to take place November 8th through November 11th. The purpose of the voluntary work strike is to protest vaccine mandates in the workplace. This event carries the social media hashtag of hashtag AXAXE, capital T-H-E, capital V-A-X, AXTHEVAX. The movement was started 
by regular, everyday American workers reaching out to Dundas and others looking for a way to join together collectively in order to have their actions felt and their voices heard. This nationwide walkout has spread like wildfire with white-collar professionals joining the supply chain workers and truckers and employees from every industry in all faiths, creeds, races, and political affiliations now pledging they will strike during the week of November 8th as a statement that jobs should never be conditioned on medical mandates and tyranny. This is a big deal. This is a very big deal. Just how big a deal is this? Well, worker rebellion is swelling over the vaccine. In Wichita, Kansas, where I once lived when I was in the uh, my sophomore and junior years at Wichita High School North, nearly half of the roughly 10,000 employees at aircraft companies Textron, Inc. and Spirit Aerosystems remain unvaccinated against COVID-19, risking their jobs in defiance of a federal mandate, according to their union official. He said, we're going to lose a lot of employees over this. The clock is ticking for companies that want to continue gaining federal contracts under an executive order by Democrat President Joe Biden, which requires all contractor employees be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by December 8th. That means federal contract workers need to have received their last COVID shot at least two weeks before the deadline to gain maximum protection, according to U.S. government guidance. For Boeing in the United States, more than 7,000 workers have applied for religious exemptions and around 1,000 are seeking medical exemptions. That amounts to about 6% of the plane makers, roughly 125,000 U.S. employees. But that's not all. It goes on and on. Raytheon Technologies, their CAO last week, warned the U.S. defense firm will lose several thousand employees because of the mandate. A group representing FedEx and United Parcel Service, UPS, said it's going to be virtually impossible to have all their workforces vaccinated by the deadline. Mercedes-Benz is also dealing with the issue. And on it goes. These are just illustrative friends of the uprising. But it hasn't stopped there. Consider this. A California town, Oroville, has declared itself a constitutional republic. Now, what does that mean? The City Council of Oroville, California, declared itself a constitutional republic last Tuesday, citing Governor Gavin Newsom's coronavirus health regulations as the reason. The resolution, which passed by a 6-1 to vote, continues Oroville's battle with the state government over the coronavirus restrictions. Last year, Oroville refused to enforce state requirements prohibiting indoor dining. Boot County, where Oroville is located, declined to recommend a mask mandate after the fall. The population is roughly 20,000. The city is 90 miles outside of the state capital of Sacramento. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But this is an open and public declaration of saying, let freedom ring. Now, that cry is being heard in different ways 
is being expressed by medical doctors in different ways. For instance, here, an unvaxxed California nurse recorded herself being escorted out of the hospital where he, she had served for many, many years. A professional nurse who worked for Kaiser, Kaiser Permanente recently filmed herself being escorted out of the hospital where she worked for vaccine noncompliance, despite the fact she applied for a religious exemption and never heard an explanation for that request being denied. Here's what she said. I am willing to lose my safety and security, my house, everything for my freedom. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what a true patriot looks like, doesn't it? And if we aren't willing to lose everything for the sake of our own liberty, trading away to the government for a false sense of security and safety, then we don't deserve to have it in the first place. That's what Benjamin Franklin said. So she said, I'm being escorted out of Kaiser Permanente Hospital for my religious beliefs because I don't want to get the jab. And I asked all day for someone to explain to me why sincerely held religious beliefs are not good enough for Kaiser. And no one was able to do that for me, she said. So now they're escorting me out because I wanted an answer, and I'm not leaving without an answer. Therefore, they escorted her out, and I watched her on screen being uh, escorted out by officers from the very hospital where she had served so valiantly. What's going on here? Friends, this is not about health. It has very little to do with health. Only the most ignorant think it has to do with health. They're buying, drinking the Kool-Aid of popular media consumption and a political consumption and are refusing to do their own research. If you do your own research, it doesn't take long to figure out what's really going on. Let's go to medicine for a moment. Eleven doctors injured by COVID shot go public and urged the CDC and the FDA to acknowledge vaccine risks. Eleven doctors. The harms they have been reporting are not redness at the injection site. Their harms are all serious, wrote Attorney Aaron Seary of the law firm of Seary uh, Glimstead in a letter on behalf of the physicians. What is happening, friends, is devastating. The damages and dangers and injuries that are being incurred from these jabs are many, many times more than what we're told is being reported. In fact, one is reporting the equivalent of 50 to 120 times more cases than what Vera's and the CDC are actually reporting. So why aren't they reporting them? There's a reason. Because they know if they report them in that, at that level, 
it will discourage people from getting the jab. And they don't want to do that because to get the jab is the ultimate goal in order to lay the foundation for global government. The Great Reset. That's exactly what Klaus Schwab, the founder and head of the World Economic Forum, declared shortly after Joe Biden was elected president, or at least purportedly elected president, whatever you believe in that regard. Prior to receiving this vaccine, that one doctor reports, I was a healthy and very active person with no pre-existing conditions. She said, I have suffered from severe and painful paresthesias in my face, head, and body and been incapacitated for 10 months. I have suffered from tremors, twitching, internal vibrations, the feeling of a tight constricting band around my chest, loud tinnitus, blurred vision, dizziness, and imbalance, weakness, and headaches since receiving the COVID jab. She said she filed multiple reports to VAERS, to VSAFE, to Pfizer, and several out many times to the heads of the FDA, CDC, Pfizer, and section chiefs. She now retains 93 pages of emails that prove a clear lack of appropriate action by these agencies. She said it's time we, the COVID vaccine injured, no longer be ignored and vilified. What do you say? We don't have time to go into the hundreds, the thousands and thousands of people who have suffered horrific responses. And why, friends, was an army physician silenced about reporting pilot vaccine injuries? Mm-hmm. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. The putative president of the United States is waging a monstrous game of chicken against the American people and daring them to rise up, even though he promised specifically, promised specifically there would be no government mandate for vaccines. You'll recall that. His word means nothing. Absolutely nothing. You cannot trust any of those, whether it's the CDC, the FDA, you cannot trust any of them. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, none of them have proven trustworthy. They all have an ulterior motive that is driving 
this agenda. They are under incredible pressure to drive this agenda toward a new global order. It's coming more rapidly than you can imagine. One person told me today from outside the country that it's happening so quickly that he believed that it could easily take over within seven, within six to 12 months worldwide. When we see what's happening in New Zealand and in Australia, it's unbelievable, my friend. Right here in front of me right now. $90,000 fines or a two-year jail term looming in new Australian pandemic bill. $90,000 fines. If you didn't comply. Who can survive that? That is a virtual death sentence to people. They are unable to go to the stores. They're unable to get the necessities of life. And barely some are able to get food. But they have to be tested first. This is moving very, very rapidly. And the cry for freedom is echoing now throughout the Western world and particularly in the United States that could spread elsewhere. Trucking groups could lose 37% of drivers over the Biden, Biden jab mandate, worsening supply chain crises. But he doesn't care. Why doesn't he seem to care? People are asking that. Is it negligence? No, it's not negligence, friends. It's because there is a much, much bigger goal. The Western world is under a collective mandate to seize this moment, to move the entire Western world into a new global order through a process called the Great Reset, and the COVID jab is one of the principal vehicles for accomplishing that, together with the uh, attack on so-called climate change. Those are the two engines that are being used. Did you follow at all what was taking place in Glasgow at the, at the uh, climate change conference? It's terrifying. Did you know that Joe Biden now has announced that he is considering closing up an oil pipeline from Canada to Michigan. He already cut off the Keystone Pipeline. He's already prohibited private enterprise from fracking and from doing other kinds of oil exploration on federal grounds. So he has actually made the United States subservient for oil even to Russia. Did you know we're now getting oil from Russia? When we had become completely independent, had become the largest producer of oil and gas in the world, 
this administration is purposely and intentionally creating a situation to make us subservient to a new global government. By diminishing our economy purposely, these things are not an accident, friends. They're not just happening. They're happening with a purpose. Please understand that. Things have gone way beyond our usual understanding of what it means to be an American, of what it means to be to be able to depend in large measure upon your government for your welfare. It's not that way anymore. There are much, much bigger goals. And that is the submission and stripping away of U.S. sovereignty so that we can be absorbed into a new global order. That's what the open border is about. Why do you think Mr. Biden is allowing uh, this last year 1.7 million people across the border and allowing them to go in, even if they've tested positive, allowing them to go in freely throughout the country? It has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with diluting the voting power of people who care about the country so that we cannot resist. Let freedom ring. So for those of you who are just turning in, the nationwide walkout and stand for freedom slated for November 8th to 11th is on tap as we speak called hashtag axe the vax axe axe the vax it's going on right now and people by the untold thousands perhaps millions across the country are saying look we're going to stand for freedom we are not going to continue to tolerate this we've submitted long enough and now this is by the way this is not Uh, a kind of rising up in tyranny against the government. On the contrary, it's rising up against government tyranny. Please understand the difference. When Daniel refused to heed the king's mandate that was surreptitiously placed upon him by godless, envious uh, leaders in Babylon restricting him from being able to pray for 30 days under penalty of being thrown in the lion's den, it didn't affect him. Why? Because he was submitted to God. It wasn't that he was not willing to submit to government, legitimate government, but that was not legitimate. That was government attempting to superimpose itself upon God and his will and his people. And Daniel said no, and he continued to pray. What would you continue to do? You see, Daniel did not rise up in tyranny against the government. No, the government rose up in tyranny against human freedom and against the rightful place of the people. The same was true with the three Hebrew young men. 
They refused to bow down to the great colossal statue that was made of King Nebuchadnezzar. They said, we cannot bow down. We will not bow down. Were they in rebellion against the king? No, they were very respectful. They were respectful of the king and his place and authority. But they realized that he had usurped his role as a legitimate king and taken over the role of God. And they said, no, we cannot bow down. And the God whom we serve is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow down. Their expression, friends, was not one of arrogance. There are a lot of people who are rising up in a kind of spirit of arrogance. That is a wrong spirit. This is not about rising up in pride and in arrogance and uh, screaming and yelling. And It's not about that. It's about a legitimate resistance to illegitimate government. When government supersedes its place, its role, then it is not to be obeyed. I believe it was uh, William Penn who said, uh, resistance to tyranny is submission to God, or something like that, very similar to that. Now, we are called, friends, to trust God. This is the big word. You've heard me repeat it over and over and over again here on this program. This is not just about politics. This is not just about medicine. This is about far, far greater issues. It is about whether or not God will be God or government will be God. It's a matter of whether people will be free under God or tyrannically governed by a tyrannical government that usurps the freedom, that exceeds the scope of the government's privilege, to use a good legal term. And that's what's happening. Listen to what happened with Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. She is a Army physician. She told a panel that in one morning I had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries. The third pilot had been vaccinated and felt like he was drunk, chronically fatigued within 24 hours after the vaccination, she said. We want to hear what she reported to her command and what happened. Please listen, friends. Please listen. We'll also hear from Dr. Ben Carson about his viewpoint concerning the vaccine or jab of the children. Stay tuned. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? 
Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismeyer. Today we're dealing with a very painful subject Uh, attempting to do it as honestly uh, as we can, uh, not just from a political standpoint. This has nothing to do with Republicans and Democrats, by the way. Nothing. It has to do with far, far greater issues. I do not know whether these various people are Republicans or Democrats that we're reporting on here today. Don't know that. And it's interesting Last week, I received an email from one of our listeners saying that a member of the person's family was mocking what we're saying here on Viewpoint concerning these issues. And the basic mocking point was, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Friends, the evidence is all over the broadcast table here. Listen. I was a trial lawyer for 20 years. You don't go before the court and present phony evidence. You don't go before the court and make up points and authorities. You will be not only mocked out of court, you will be censored by the court. And if you try to present that kind of thing to a jury, they will see through it. And you will not win your case. I don't have the ability to, to lay out all the documents in front of you. Nor do I have the time to somehow photograph all of these and put them up on our website so that you can follow what has been said. We don't have the time or the money to do that. This is like paddling a canoe straight up Niagara Falls, friends. When I share these things with you, I take them directly, so to speak, from the horse's mouth. I have the articles in front of me. Oftentimes I will tell you the actual person, or I'll tell you the source. The reason somebody would say, in a sort of a mocking way, well, where's the evidence? Is because they're not willing to do their own research. And they also don't want to believe what is being said. So they say, where's your proof? It's a way for them to summarily dismiss having to pay any attention because they don't want to hear it. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. 
you might want to listen to Dr. Stella Emanuel. She was on this program a week ago. She wrote a book called Let America Live, exposing the hidden agenda behind the 2020 pandemic and talks about her journey as a frontline doctor and what she's had to deal with and how, for instance, you can get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Her book is a $24 book. It's a $25 book. It's $21 on our website, saveus.org. Let America live. It's kind of like let freedom ring, isn't it? Let America live. Dr. Stella Emanuel. $21 on our website, saveus.org. Or call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 2. Three two five five. You're writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling, and you can go back and listen to the program that we did with her. You take the time to listen. Don't take me at my word. I'm just sharing. I'm not the expert on all these things. I am like an attorney bringing a case before a court or a jury. You are the jury, my friends. I'm bringing the case before you because it is something of profound seriousness. Whether you choose to believe it or not is on you. I'm coming to you with complete integrity of mind and heart. I am an expert attorney. I am not a doctor. I have worked with physicians for years because a large part of my practice was in the area of personal injury. And so I understand many of the medical issues. But I'm not coming to you as a medical expert. It is not my testimony that I'm bringing. I am facilitating the testimony of, over the period of time now, hundreds and hundreds of witnesses. Now we go back to Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. In one day, she had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries. She says, after I reported to my command, my concerns... I had to, that I had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries. The very next day, my patients were canceled. My charts were pulled for review and I was told that I would not be seeing acute patients anymore, just healthy pilots. Now, why did they do that? Because friends, the medical hierarchy, excuse me, the, uh, military hierarchy didn't want to hear the truth. They just refused to hear it. They didn't want their pilots grounded. They would rather suffer their pilots suffering and engaging, having horrible fatalities, maybe killing others flying, than they would to ground the pilot. They don't care about the pilot any more than they care about your health. 
Americans, another study. Americans with J&J COVID vaccine are 3.7 times more likely to get blood clots than the average person. That's the J&J vaccine. Dr. Ben Carson declared vaccines is a giant experiment on our children. He contends that the Biden administration's move to vaccinate young children for COVID-19 amounts to a giant experiment, arguing there is no sufficient data to determine the long-term risk posed by the shots. Do we want to put our children at risk when we know that the risk of the disease to them is relatively small, but we don't know what the future risks are? Why would we do a thing like that, he said? This isn't science. He's the former director of pediatric neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins Children's Center. He served as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development in the Trump administration. Can you listen to him? The United Nations has published through the World Health Organization a paper to bypass the need for parental consent when it comes to the administration of a vaccine for children who are 6 to 17 years of age. It's, the paper is called Considerations Regarding Consent in Vaccinating Children and Adolescents Between 6 and 17 Years Old. It goes on to explain how to handle this specific population group, which, quote, may present for vaccination without an accompanying parent or legal guardian. So you know what they're saying? Listen to this word game. They are saying we may not be able to get the parental consent but we'll say if the child comes before us that they are giving us their assent do you see these word games this is globalization friends this is what they're after dr McCullough, Peter McCullough, the world's most frequently cited authority on early COVID-19 treatment, recently explained findings presented to the Food and Drug Administration that showed alarming patterns in the rates of deaths from COVID-19 vaccines versus the virus itself. Listen carefully to this coming from the World Tribune. One of the studies was first published in the medical journal LCVA Toxology Reports. It asserts that even among those most likely to benefit from taking the vaccine, those aged 65 and older, there are five times the number of deaths attributable to each inoculation versus those attributable to COVID-19 itself. Oh, but that's not all. The younger the age group, the greater the risk posed by the vaccination versus remaining unvaccinated. The authors, therefore, of the study go called for an end to the whole vaccine program. Dr. McCullough explained it this way. Less than 1% of people at any given time ever get exposed to COVID. So that's 100% deterministic that if you take the vaccine, you take the risks associated with the vaccine. 
and it's less than 1% will run into COVID and its risks. So because of the CDC data, the risks of death due to the vaccine are very calculable, calculable, said Dr. McCullough. We know that 50% of deaths due to the vaccine occur within two days, 80% within a week. They found that in 86% of the cases, there was no other explanation than the vaccine. And even across age groups, the data showed that there is a higher risk of dying with the vaccine than taking your chances of running into COVID and then dying of COVID. And that by age group, the risk is more dramatic for the young. So why then this presidential mandate for those ages 5 to 11. It's about something much bigger, friends, has nothing to do with protecting their health. It has to do with protecting the wealth of Pfizer and Moderna and those that are promoting these things for the world reset no wonder candace owens raged against the new york child vaccination campaign calling a dystopian nightmare what is bill de blasio planning on doing in new york he's planning to give children a hundred dollars for covid19 vaccination it's like brainwashing them Kids 5 to 11 years old could receive $100 for the city if they get vaccinated. It's like buying a whole lot of candy. What kind of seduction is this? You would not allow your children to receive candy from a stranger, but you'd allow Bill de Blasio to buy your children's health or destruction for $100. Come on, my friends. Can we not see through this nonsense takes away your breath. Well, the best defense is a good offense. And to stay healthy during this upcoming cold and flu season, here are a few things that you can do other than take hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. As we get older, our immunity starts to decline. So it's time for us to do what we can do. You might want to daily eat some blueberries. It's good for you, my friends. Very good. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes support your immune system much more than potatoes. 